Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. Find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Nick Berlansky, and today I want to talk about Jason Zucker because who else would we talk about after last night's 5-4 overtime victory against the Columbus Blue Jackets? Well, I mean, I guess we could talk about Sidney Crosby because he should have scored three or four goals in that game, but he did score the one that mattered most, which was the game-winning goal in overtime. Absolute rocket shot past Michael Hutchinson to get the Penguins the all-important second point in that one. We could also talk about Alex Nylander finally making his Pittsburgh Penguins debut. We could go in the weeds a little bit about Dmitry Kulikov and his Penguins debut, but realistically, Jason Zucker is the story of the night in my opinion at least. But the unfortunate thing is, the better he does now, the better he does in the next 20 games, the less likely it's going to be for Jason Zucker to remain a Pittsburgh Penguin after this season. In my opinion, Zucker is pricing himself out of Pittsburgh. The 31-year-old winger is in the final year of his current contract where he makes $5.5 million a season. We'll get into it in a little bit, but there are arguments to be made that he's underpaid this season for what he's providing to the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's finally reaching that full potential that the Pittsburgh Penguins wanted from him back in 2020 when they acquired him for a first-round pick and top defense prospect Kalen Addison. Now, Alex Galchenyuk also went back in that deal, but we forget all about that because it's not really necessary. But Zucker has 39 points in 59 games this season. Fifth on the team in that category. Also fifth on the team in goals. He reaches the 20-goal plateau for the sixth time in his NHL career. 21 on the season as he scored number 20 and 21 last night en route to the Penguins' victory. And it's a perfect example of why Jason Zucker is so important to this team. Because last night, the Penguins came out flat. Extremely flat. More flat than a flatbread from Subway. They came out like a piece of cardboard laying on the ground. Give up a three spot in the first period. 
give up another goal in the second period and go down four to nothing to one of the worst teams in the National Hockey League this season. Not only did they do that, they did that on home ice at a time where every single point means almost life or death when it comes to the Penguins' playoff chances at this moment. The one player that started the turnaround, the one player that continued the comeback, Jason Zucker was all over the place. Now, I'm not saying he's the only player that was giving an effort because the Penguins, when you watched it, really controlled a majority of that game. Even though they weren't winning, even though they weren't scoring, they really controlled the pace of play, they controlled the possession of the puck, they controlled the opportunities for the majority of that game as they should have. But the one player who you could tell, and you can always tell that his legs are underneath him from puck drop to the final horn, was Jason Zucker once again. Right? Now, I said a little earlier that he's finally reaching that potential. But the reason that he hadn't reached his potential up until this moment with Pittsburgh is not really his fault. Right? Most of the reason that he has struggled in his first couple of years in Pittsburgh is because he hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's had a bunch of injuries that he's had to deal with. One of them was a core muscle injury, which is an absolute pain in the butt to deal with. Let's not forget that last year in the playoffs, he was playing clearly injured because he couldn't even sit on the player's bench. He had to sit on a stool at the end because he wasn't literally able to sit on the player's bench without dealing with pain. So this year, for the first time since coming to Pittsburgh, He's healthy, he is productive, he is bringing energy to this team every time he steps foot on the ice. He's bringing physicality to this team every time he steps on the ice. And he is one of the most important players to this team, right? The energy that he has every time he's out on the ice is is unparalleled on this Penguins team. Now, the good thing is, that means the Penguins have a very good top six winger this year. And that's great. That's phenomenal. That's exactly what you want. The rough part is, the better he's doing, the more likely it is, like I said earlier, that he's pricing himself out of Pittsburgh. Currently makes $5.5 million against the salary cap. When you look at the Penguins after this season, they're going to have almost $20 million in cap space right at the end of the year. When the new league year starts, they'll have about $20 million as of now. That's without any rise in the cap. The cap could rise. I've seen reports where it says four to $5 million. I've seen reports where it says it's only going to be $1 million again. The point is without relying on the salary cap jumping, the Penguins still have about $20 million in space. But they also need to fill a lot of holes and don't have a lot of league minimum players at the AHL level that are going to fill those holes. Look at the defense. Ty Smith might be able to fill a hole, but realistically, there's no other defenseman down there. Even if you move on from some of the defensemen at the NHL level, there's not really a surplus of defense prospects that could fill their role for league minimum or maybe a million dollars. But that's not the issue, because the Penguins already have six defensemen under contract for next season. The issue is 
they're going to need to sign at least five forwards because right now only seven at the NHL level are signed beyond this season. And the seven that are, are Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, Raquel, Rust, Mikhail Granlund, and Jeff Carter. So those are the seven you have. You need to fill out your forward lineup. You would like to think that Jason Zucker is a top priority, but the biggest issue is you don't have a starting goaltender. Casey DeSmith is under contract for $1.8 million next season, but Tristan Jari is entering the offseason as a free agent, making $3.5 million now. It's going to be important to see how his season plays out to determine whether or not he's going to be worth six, seven, maybe even seven and a half million dollars. I don't think it goes above that. I would like to see the Penguins sign Tristan Jari for five, five, but I guarantee you he's going to be asking more. So that is going to be priority number one is getting a starting goaltender, obviously. With that, and then five other holes to fill on the forward side, not to mention they might need to fix some holes in the defense. They might need to rearrange the defense once again. I'm not sure Jason Zucker is going to be re-signed to the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think they should if they can get him on a similar deal that they got Brian Rust and Ricard Raquel. Because both of those players took less than market value to come back to Pittsburgh and to build this top six that has been a juggernaut from game one to game 63. The problem is the addition of Mikhail Granlund at $5 million for two more years is going to make it more difficult for, for Jason Zucker to sign that deal, right? Now, maybe that's the point. Maybe that's why Ron Hextall brought in Mikhail Granlund and at $5 million because he doesn't expect Jason Zucker to come back, in which case he wanted Granlund to be there to potentially move up into the top six, so he still has his top six made heading into the offseason. But at the end of the day, even if Mikhail Granlund is playing at the top of his game, he really doesn't bring what Jason Zucker does to this team. Nobody else currently in the lineup or, or currently even on the roster or even in the organization brings what Jason Zucker brings to this lineup. When you consider the offensive ability, when you consider the playmaking. I mean, the most impressive goal that he scored is the one that he didn't last night, right? He scored two goals, but the one where he almost scored, he cut through defense, that was the most impressive. Seeing him pick up speed on the edges of his skate blades like that, it was, it was ridiculous. It was a phenomenal performance by Jason Zucker once again. So even if Mikhail Granlund was the backup plan for not bringing back Jason Zucker. It's not going to be the same. When you look at Jason Zucker's side of things, he might be looking to cash in on what could be his last big contract. He's 31 years old at this point. He's having a phenomenal season. He's going to be able to command upwards of $5 million, either the same amount at 5.5 or maybe even a little bit more, depending on how many years he gets signed for. His market value through 55 games, according to the Athletics, Shannon Goldman and Dom Decision, their player cards, through 55 games, his market value was $6.5 million, already a $1 million increase from what he's making right now. And that was taken 
into consideration before the last eight games where he has scored seven more goals in that time, including a massive overtime game winner against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, I already mentioned it slightly. Raquel and Rust were in a similar spot last year, around the same age range, around the same talent and ability and skill level, and they came back to the Pittsburgh Penguins on discounts. Now, for six years' worth of of contract and term, but they came back on a discount to finish out this top six because they believed in the team and they wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. Would that be a path for Jason Zucker? Right? We don't know. Only Jason Zucker knows the true answer to whether or not he wants to come back next season. It seems like he's a locker room guy. It seems like he's having as good a time with this team as this team is having with him on the roster. You see him before the games and the Dan Potash interviews, spraying water, doesn't matter who it is. Is it a rookie? Is it 38-year-old Jeff Carter? He's having fun out there. Seems like him and Evgeny Malkin have a great rapport. Him and Brian Rust have this weird father-son dynamic, even though they're the same age, right? Like Jason Zucker is an old soul and Brian Rust is still, despite, you know, about to have a kid, another kid, Brian Russ is still kind of that childish childhood. I don't know what to say with that, but that they have a weird dynamic. That's, that's the best, basically what I'm saying. It seems like Zucker has found a spot here and he loves it in Pittsburgh. But when it comes to the end of the day and it's a business and he's going to be looking to cash out and I'm not sure the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to be able to afford it. So while it's nice to see Jason Zucker get to 21 goals, he'll probably be at 25 plus before the year is out. Just remember, he might be pricing himself out of Pittsburgh. Not a bad thing. Never a bad thing when your players are playing well enough to command more money. But it becomes dangerous whenever you realize you're not going to be able to retain them. I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. All I'm saying is, would you want to pay Jason Zucker for four or five more seasons to do what he's doing? That's a question Ron Hextall is going to have to answer. If this is the Jason Zucker you get, yeah, bring him back. Definitely. But again, unfortunately, the question always becomes, what does that look like at the end? You have Raquel for five more years after this. You have Latang for five more years after this. You have Brian Rust for five more years after this. Malkin for three. Crosby for, I believe, one left on his contract after this. Or two more years after this one. Is Jason Zucker going to be given term to stay in Pittsburgh, or is he going to cash out somewhere else? He loved Minnesota. Maybe he goes back to Minnesota. Maybe he goes back to Vegas, where he's from. Now, their cap situation is interesting, so is Minnesota's. Not really plentiful with cash are either of those organizations. But at the moment, just sit back and enjoy Brian, I'm sorry, Jason Zucker, Enjoy Brian Russ when he gets back into the lineup, too, because he's been playing really well over the last couple of weeks. But enjoy Jason Zucker and realize that he may be pricing himself out. That's exactly what the Pittsburgh Penguins want. They want him to perform. They want players to perform at that level. Over market value. Like I said, he through 55 games, he was at $6.5 million. And all he's done since then in market value is increase... Seven goals in eight games, it's phenomenal. 
absolutely phenomenal. So good on Jason Zucker. Phenomenal season. I hope it continues. And I hope he wants to take a nice discount to stay in Pittsburgh because that's what it's going to take to get Jason Zucker under contract for next season for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. We'll be back tomorrow with a full episode of Tip of the Iceberg podcast. Pens, Islanders, massive game on Thursday evening at the Paint Bucket. Hopefully, the Penguins show up on time to this one. But that's going to do it for this one. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. We'll see you guys.